Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You know I'm going to put all this on the pod as well. Yeah, oh, God, gonna, yeah, the whole I'm proper be, intro. Uh, I'm going to be myself then. Yeah. My name again. Yeah. Absolutely. Where's Chris and Jim? Where the fuck is Jim and Chris? I've got a fucking sofa coming. <sighs> what style of sofa have you got? Is it going to be nice? <laughs> it's, it's like a handmade one. Wowzers. But also, someone's coming to collect the old one, so this is all going to unfold during this hour, just so you know. Much like the sofa. (laughs) Absolutely. Very true. (laughs) Very true. Quite right. As I say, um, I'm thinking about getting a sofa, and Mm. um, there you go. That's quite an interesting uh, segue. You want our old one? I would be interested in that. It's it's a a bed. (laughs) It's not sofa bed. (laughs) That's what I'm after. Uh, We've got a sofa bed, but we need it. Goodness. Why don't we do a pod every week like this? No, it's absolutely. <laughs> sofa chats. So easy. Basically. Yeah. Because I've got a, um, I, I purchased a sofa bed and um, God almighty, it's just, uh, it just, I've never had more problems with my back full stop. To well, they're not that, very comfortable, are they? Not like, yeah, it's quite rare you get a comfortable one. I mean, have you got any tips for getting a, oh, it's a bizarre question, I know, but it's a case of, <laughs> I know it's a bizarre um <laughs> I think just go into the store and lie on them. I think you almost have like, to do that. Oh, I can't relax lying on a bed in a shop. You've got to and toss and turn. And get the whole vibe. But I tell you something, the one I've got is very um, misleading in the sense that it's very comfortable to sleep on. Incredibly comfortable. Mm. 
And mm. uh, but then you wake up and you can't move. Do you know what I mean? It's just I don't know what what it is. <laughs> it's like some kind of hideous trap like or something. Torture, torture. Yeah, it literally is. I mean, I've never had such a bad back situation in my life. I ah. was crawling on all fours afterwards. It was that bad. Uh, what around your fat uh, around your flat? Yes, I it was really bad. I'm just imagining you crawling around on your own. <laughs> you know, really crying was. for help. Crying for help Screaming. and trying to find the inner strength to try and stand up, like the evolution of man, trying to go from all fours to two feet type of thing. Because once you're up, you can start moving around, you're okay. But Jesus, yeah, it was really intense. Hey. Hey, Jim. Hi, Jim. How are you? You good? I'm good. How are you, David? I'm not bad. Not bad at all. David was just telling me about your LA uh, trip. It sounds exciting. Yeah, it was really exciting. It was weird. It yeah, was, yeah. Well, is it the first time you've gone to LA? Have you been before, or? I've been before, yeah, but nothing for like anything like that. Just for like, just you know, having meetings that are really pointless. I said, but, if David went to LA, his testicles would explode. Quite literally, it'd be a health and safety problem. I think <laughs> I'd to, uh, they would, wouldn't they? I'd have to do something, I don't know, to uh, to look after them. I don't know, put some uh, ice cubes around them or something to sort of keep them in uh, in storage as I wandered around Beverly Hills. Type of thing. Storage. Indeed. Storage. To look after them. Yeah. This is recording, by the way. Is it? <laughs> oh, is well, this I'm sure stuff will be edited out. And, uh, oh, yeah, take this bit out. Tell, David, did you tell David Edwards where we stayed? Yeah, Pretty Woman Hotel. Yeah, Pretty Woman yeah. Hotel. What was that like? And... Is it a free buffet? You can have what you want. Well, no, it's smart. Well, it's sort of. Not free. No, no. That's, I told you about the eggs Benedict, David. Oh God! Oh yes, two hundred quid. I mean, that's amazing, isn't that? Yeah. Well, you oh. had that three days in a row, didn't you, David? It yeah. sort of went to your head a bit. No, you were you were you were a different guy by the end of the by the end of the few days. Didn't changed. We all, <laughs> did we all have eggs Benedict? I had, a, I had it twice. I think I had... Uh, okay, and I had it three times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, heard you say, I heard you say on the uh, thing at the podcast, um, whatever it is, the Parenting from Hell one, that it, it took you 48 hours to sort of get out of the Hollywood mode coming home. <laughs> I had that as well. Yeah. Sort of, sort of like, why, why do I have to look after the kids and stuff? What's, what's okay, this? yeah, what was my thing that I was feeling? <laughs> You were just missing a load of eggs, basically. I first felt it on Exeter City <laughs> Station or whatever, the platform, when I got off and I looked at everyone and just went, Ugh. Oh, my <laughs> lovely drawl. Yeah, I can imagine all the LA... Like Chris was saying to me, it's like 98% of human beings are unhealthy and poor. I just thought, oh, God, we're all disgusting. Yeah, not in LA, not in Rodeo Drive. <laughs> no way. You did fall. In, you did fall in love with the Americans, though, didn't you? How polite they were and friendly. And yeah, I did. I got sucked in. Mm. But I found it. I found it really sincere. I didn't find it yeah, really genuine. Could you guys imagine living there at all? Could you ever imagine? Yeah, I mean, when when they sort of started talking about poverty, I was like, yeah, yeah, don't talk about that. Let's keep talking about. It. <laughs> <laughs> Tiptoe around it's that good. one. I'm not interested in that. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I felt. I felt like it was. Um, uh, like a chocolate bar, you can have a little bit, but you want to get back to your roast potatoes. <laughs> that old phrase. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, back to normality. Yeah. But are you? Where are you, Jim? She went to. Uh, I'm, I'm really at my parents' house now, but I was uh, I was in, I went straight to France, which is 
And then I went right. to the wedding like straight away and was knackered. Yeah. How wasn't it fun? Uh, it was really fun, but I just like lost my mind completely. Like just by the end of the night, I was just like, didn't know what was yeah. going on. Yeah, was everyone coming up to you going, oh, you're a film director? Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really <laughs> quietly. But like, can you film this wedding? Yeah. Well, David, like, just sort of be good if you, I don't know what we thought. <laughs> I think you're in, you're interviewing us about the film, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Do you want to wait for Chris or get straight into it sort of thing? Should we get started? I don't know when yeah, Chris, Chris will turn up. He'll, he'll turn up any, up any minute. Yeah, let's go for it. So I mean, one... so imagine you're Mark Kermode. Oh, I very much. This is my uh, sort of film platform, sort of back to guru special. That's the type of vibe I'm going for this. Take it seriously. No, no, I am. Yeah, sorry. I... <laughs> <laughs> don't mock, Dave. Don't don't bring us all out of our beds early. Oh, here's Sunday the doorbell, morning. guys. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> oh, there we go. Is that the sofa or the coffee? I think that's the sofa. Oh God, it's on its way. Oh. Goodness me. That might take a bit of time to get a sofa into a house. Oh, Chris. Oh, wow, it's Chris. Oh, how's it going, Chris? How are you, pal? Hi, David. You're Hi. great. Going for a sort of Australian Outback back vibe there. Yeah, I'm just trying to reinvent myself. Well, that's what the internet's all about. Is That's why green screens <laughs> exist. And yeah, exactly. You're all got very nice of going for an Australian drink as well. And it's like sort of a bit of juice you've got there on the ranch. This is like a vitamin blast. Oh, blimey. Flipping mm, egg. Yeah. yeah, I'm getting uh, involved. Yeah. Right, life's go. About. Fresh from LA. <laughs> right, go. Let, let's go for it. Yeah, let's go for interview. But Okay, so the, I think the first thing I'd say is... Um, oh, right, right, we are going for it. Yeah. <laughs> Should we, we go for it? Well, yeah, let's go. Oh, where, where's Rupert sorting out his sofa? Yeah, yeah, he's back in the camera. <laughs> Do we wait for him to get his sofa? We can always wait for him to. Uh... He's all right. He can come back here. He'll be here in a minute. This is this is all going in the pod, right? This yeah, sort yeah, of, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sofa commotion, yeah. subplots alongside everything else. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you a gap, and then you you do your intro, David. Here we go. So really take it seriously. No, I will do definitely. <laughs> Is that it? Are we going to... Yeah, you've got count... to introduce... Oh, right. I think you going to count me in or something. I was really... Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to uh, the Gittings uh, Friends podcast. Well, I'm joined here by Jim Archer, director, Chris Hayward, writer... And David Earl, uh, writer slash star of uh, Brian and Charles, and Rupert, producer, who'll be joining us in a second. Won't he? I think he's in the middle of looking after a sofa. Um, which can edit that out, whatever. But just a sofa <laughs> domestic issue that he's kind of just dealing with in the background type of thing. Yeah. Okay. One thing I would definitely say right at the beginning of it, which I think people would find really interesting, is definitely the um, origins of Brian and Charles because it's not. It had an interesting evolution, didn't it, where it actually started from? And you must look back on that and just think it was really Sorry, crazy. Dave, I can't be bothered. Answered <laughs> <laughs> that so many times. Oh, have you? Fair enough. No, that's fair enough. Absolutely. I've got a lot of questions here. Do not worry. 
Um, I like that we could just say I can't be bothered to answer that. that that's, <laughs> tick it off the list. This is uh, this is a very democratic also, chat. Anyone listening to this will sort of know. <laughs> very true. Very true. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's question two. <laughs> question two. Let's roll. Let's roll straight on. So uh, we've written the film. Let's forget about that. That that was written. Um, let's go straight on to. Um, Hardest days on the film set. I, I, that, you know, that's an important one. I don't think that would have been covered in uh, some of the interviews. And if there is, you know, I'll take the criticism. And I've, I've got a list of typed questions here. And um, what would you say? Hardest days on a film set. What would you say? One particular day on the film set, we just thought, oh, this isn't fun anymore. This is a bloody handful. Sorry about that. Oh, it's back. <laughs> hey, Chris. Let's talk about the hardest. I'm really out of breath because I had to help with the sofa. <laughs> Rupert, what was the hardest day on the film set? When I had to move a sofa. <laughs> the first day, I, I, only, I was only on there. I was only there for one night, and I've got to say, I found it quite a stressful handful. I was like, you, you were in it. What you're in it? I know. I, I, I was there for um, that massive confrontation that took place with the electric. You had a line, didn't you, David? I certainly did. Uh, he took my shovel. Someone said to me when, when we, when we premiered at the picture house. Someone said to me that they were sat next to a lady, and when you walked on screen, she went, oh. That's what you want, that's isn't it? Nice. That's the, the gas factor. I mean, that's the yeah. X factor that puts... <laughs> put that yeah. face on a poster, people will turn up, type of thing. Is that true? Yes. i got a gasp? That's lovely to hear. <laughs> <laughs> you can't knock little things like that, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, also, we, we're sort of talking about our reviews, weren't we, David? And you keep... Whenever I go, oh, we got a four star with Empire. What do you do? I focus on the positives of the four star. Um, but, in the, but, but you know, he's missing a star, isn't it? But it's not. That's not a, <laughs> that's not a negative whatsoever. Yeah, I, I, some, I feel the same way sometimes. I think, oh, what's that little? There's little, two little missing stars or one missing star. Little just missing. Where is it? Where is it? Gap. Indeed. But I mean, if you look yeah. at Empire, all the all the decent films got four out of five. Do you know I mean, I think all the, the interesting indie quirky kind of films always get four out of five, don't they? What gets five out of five? I think, I think Maverick like, got five out of five. Yeah, Maverick, or, or stuff like Forrest Gump. You know, there's proper mainstream kind of like, you know, you can watch it with your gran. Good old fashioned temp pole. What's they call them? Quadrant blockbusters entertains your kid your cat and your dad you know that the whole thing they usually get the five out of five but if you want no. something that's a bit more je ne sais quoi a bit more uh, interesting it's usually four out of five isn't it if you get that you're fine david what do you think we should have put in to make it a five what would have made the difference what would have made that's a very good question um probably um more uh, big special effects at the end, I think, isn't it? More of a spectacle, which isn't your... Um, that's not a criticism, by the way. I'm just talking about that's that's the bank. That's not the quality of the film at all. That's mere money uh, we're talking about. That We're talking about capitalism now, not art. So money equals stars. Money equals stars. If you had a bigger bonfire at the end with bigger CGI flames... Ah. Um, really? Then, Is that you being, you being genuine there? Not literally, Jay. I'm not not knocking the film at all. <laughs> so there's Rupert's wandering off type of thing. Um, I hope that's for his sofa. I think I'm upset him over a visual effect, CGI flames. Um, I'm literally what I'm talking about is the Marvel factor. 
you can see why I haven't got a, a film show Radio 5, you know. <laughs> I'm talking about escapist Marvel factor. I'm not talking about things. So I didn't sit there in that cinema and just think, well, that's not a, you know, that's not a bonfire. It clearly was. And it, it served what I needed. Or you would have, you know, you wouldn't have got four. Well, what was the last film you saw? You thought that is a five. That is a, that, like a film you that blew you away. It's, it's, it's a while. I've gone to the cinema a lot recently, so especially post-COVID. Even things like, I think the older I've got, the chooser I've got, I wasn't, my socks weren't blown off the Top Gun Maverick. Do you know what I mean? I mean, the four out of five. Oh, right. My socks mean, were. Good. Did you really, were you that impressed? Five out of five, this is a love letter. Okay, I mean, I get what? Yeah, I guess so. What more can you do to get five? I, I mean, suppose? I mean, the middle what, bit is five kind of just five. cheesy and sort of by the numbers, isn't it? I think the ending is definitely five. Uh, I tell you what, I tell you what, the five out of fives for me have definitely been the what's his name, Denise Val the Vadoof Vadil Van Outen Van Van Outen Van Van Outen. Absolutely, <laughs> the, director. the director. That's the one. Not the uh, Big Brother presenter. I don't know muddle things up with her. Um, I would say June and Blade Runner 2, both of those, I was like, wow, fat. you know, chatting to the usher afterwards, watching the credits roll down. <laughs> Absolutely. Just like, that was bloody good, wasn't it? As they're picking up the opal fruit wrappers. You know I mean? so we, should, we should wait outside <laughs> our, our screen to see if yeah. we're chatting to the usher. That's, that's a sign, I think, where someone's had a religious experience. They've had to sort of gather their thoughts type of thing as the final reel comes to an end. But I'd say his stuff is... Um, it's, it's the stuff that's really grabbed me. I was impressed by June and Blade Runner 2 type of thing. But anyway, back if you to your... Did, if you didn't know us at all, David, and you were reviewing Brian and Charles, what would you have given it? Oh, I would... Honest to God, and I'm not just saying this just to uh, blow smoke up anyone's behinds, mm -hmm. I would definitely... I would say five out of five for me. Honest to God, genuinely, <laughs> I was I was genuinely... Um, but it's, it's definitely... I am the demographic for that, that type of um, film. You know, I am your audience, basically. I mean, that's like totally ticked my box. Kind of live action urban animation. You know, it's like Wallace and Gromit live action. So it's like, yeah, sign me up. Absolutely. So it's like, um, it's like I'm your core audience. You probably didn't even have to advertise to me. Do you know what I mean? I I'm already in there type of thing. Well, you're in it. <laughs> yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah, that's very true. But that's a good question, though. Have, have, have you been marketed to? Have you, like, seen it? Oh, I have. I've definitely I've seen it. Like, it's, it's popped up in all the geeky film blogs I go on and podcasts. Oh, God, what are they saying? Are they ever, what, what are they saying? Oh, very positive. Oh, because oh, right. it's totally their thing, isn't it? It's got that proper movie, movie feel to it. It's something new of a twist. It's exactly what they want, that whole kind of Sundance crowd, basically. We were saying hardest day on set. Any, any thoughts of that? <laughs> or is that got there? Yeah. Obviously, it's come and gone, that, that question. What was the hardest day on set? I mean, it wasn't. I mean, the day you were there, David, was was quite hard. It's probably top two for me. Um, I did think. Oh. I think that day would have been a lot harder if it had been yeah, pouring yeah. the rain. We were lucky with the weather for that scene where it wasn't. It wasn't yeah, stormy. What? Uh, imagine if it had been like torrential rain trying to what do that. What time was it when we were doing it? Was it midnight? Oh yeah, it was one o'clock in the morning. It was freezing as well. Someone did pull me aside, actually, later in the hotel afterwards, which was very embarrassing. And he oh. said to me, um, uh, when you're with actors, it's best not to ask them about their previous work type of thing. Who so I think I was, I, I was too chatty. I don't know. We'd perhaps better not leave on the podcast type of thing. So I'm not being negative. He said it to me in a very nice manner. 
it was almost he pulled me aside in a hallway like an uncle giving me a wolf of original me. Sitting in late at night as well. In a very nice manner. Yeah, very, very nice manner. It was down in a very diplomatic manner. I didn't feel as I could happily go to bed afterwards. I wasn't sat on the edge of my seat, seat thinking, oh, what, Christ, he, he literally told pulled off. you aside and said, excuse me, when, when you're with actors. Yeah, we don't really to... talk about what we've done previously. I think I was just quizzing people about their IMDB. Well, was it, was it an actor? Yes, it was one of the actors who... Um, oh, you've got to tell us. We can edit it out, but who yeah, was we'll, it? We'll cut it out. Yeah. 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 We're saying that that was the hardest day, I guess. The, yeah, uh, when you got told off. There was one day when David Earl really kicked off because he didn't have a trailer. That was quite a hard day for me. Mm. I can imagine that. A bit of a tantrum on the, the yeah. hills of Wales. Yeah. Was that the day when the coffee machine was got yeah, stuck up that that's day? That's when we organised a special treat for all the crew for a coffee cart to come up. You <laughs> couldn't make it up that like, up, like long road to the farm. Why couldn't he make it up? It was just, a, just a path. Because it started snowing and he was worried that he'd get stuck there. Was it like on a bicycle or something like <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, flying cuckoo clock. <clears throat> oh, God, yeah, that was amazing when you created that, putting the actual inventions together. That was I'm incredible. That's coming here, I think. Really? Oh, they're sending yeah. her. Really? Where are you going to put it? You could have little tours, like people yeah, will come to your house. And one thing I, um, has to be said: you must be really pleased that um, it's got a cinema release because the way the industry is, is at the moment, those type of mid-range budget films definitely go straight on video streaming services. So to get like a cinema release, you must be really chuffed with that. Yeah, right? amazing. Yeah, yeah. gotcha. We've been looking at the. Uh... We would look at the US box office numbers every day. It's just weird that people are going to go and see it in America. I'm just like, and UK. But what was the highest it peaked at? Eight, was it? Eight. eight. And now it's now it's the weekend, so it's going to be obliterated by Elvis or something else. Oh, is that out this weekend, Elvis? Elvis and this other film called The Black Phone, which is like a sort of horror film with. well, I mean, it's Maverick that's still uh, competitive, isn't it? I mean, that's hardly dropped at all from the box office. And I heard today that um, they think it might even be the highest grossing Paramount film ever, not just Tom Cruise. They think it might be something like one, not just over a billion, but like 1.3 billion. I mean, that film's done crazy. I mean, don't get me wrong, I was a bit critical about it earlier. It's, good. it's very good, but I mean... That's Marvel money, isn't it? That's incredible box office. The budget was one point two billion. <laughs> what? There you go. <laughs> What's it? <No. laughs> I mean, the amount that Tom Cruise is going to get for it. I think he got he's got twenty three million for making it, is and that, then he'll how get, much he gets paid. That's what he got paid for doing, just showing up in his um his air, you know his, his um his outfit or whatever, and then um. Then ten percent of the box office, ten percent of everything. Would you imagine that? What's he going to do with all that money? Oh. Yeah, I'd buy be... more planes, I suppose. Yeah, Harry, that them. plane at the end is his, isn't it? He called yeah, it that's "Kiss him Me, flying. Kate." He well, can fly. Kate right? relationship. Yeah. He, he's a proper pilot. He is. Yeah. He <clears> took <throat> um, James. That's a, that's a bit like you in the cuckoo clock, David. Like, it is you know, very much like that. Yes, that's yeah, that's 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 David's actual cuckoo clock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that probably was quite a difficult day for you, wasn't it, David? The cook trying to fly the cuckoo clock. God, yeah, getting, yeah. Getting quite frustrated, weren't you? Well, I just thought I was going to hurt myself, and everyone laughing, <laughs> <laughs> and then I fall over. Oh bloody hell, he's hurt! Yes, I am hurt. 
pissed me off. Because <laughs> you actually thought of that. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, going the opposite direction, that sort of cam bar, I was like, well, I'm never going to... If this tumbles on me, you lost your star, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and I had a dicky back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Going down that hill was, was stupid idea. Uh, here's another question for you. Talking about the, uh, the film... What yeah, would nice you say on the film for once? Absolutely, yeah, quite <laughs> right. So I am in the direction here. You're quite right, though. Do say it before that happens. Um, what were the main experience, main experience, main um, inspiration between um, you know, the films that inspired elements and the tone of the movie? Because you can definitely tell things like there's almost like a John Carpenter vibe at the beginning going through the um, the workshop. And tell me if I'm wrong, almost an ET feel at places. Were there key films that kind of inspired and influenced the tone? Well, you know there was. We've spoken about it. I know we have, but... <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> you know, trying to bring it back. <laughs> just trying to bring it back to Top Gun again. Yeah, I'm just trying to get it back to Top Gun, yes. That's where I'm quite comfortable. I mean, what he's doing well at the box <laughs> office, it's worth chatting about. We've chatted about it for the last month off pod. I know we have. We have chatted about that. It's ET. What's You've the, um, my question. What's the, John, what's the John Carpenter thing that you were seeing in the first bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah that's interesting, isn't it? It's a case of, um, I would say, that kind of slightly uh, retro 80s electro music slight vibe at the beginning. Mm. And um, that kind of, I don't know, pre uh, 13th precinct, assault and precinct, kind of uh, the dark blue lighting going around the, um, the, uh, the actual uh, warehouse and stuff. Probably isn't John Card. You know, I'm thinking now. I'm losing confidence in that uh, reference <laughs> as I as I verbalise it. Definitely ET, which as David said, we've already I've already discussed with him about that. I'm dissecting the whole of that question and uh, limiting it a bit. Let, let's move on from that. Let's um, let's have a think. What else have we got? David, here? let's cut to the crap. You want to talk about celebs in LA? I do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> which celebrities did you see in LA? Just we'll go. <laughs> We saw who did we see? We saw David Cockner from Anchorman. So I saw Margot Margot Robbie on the plane. That was so you nice. actually saw Margot Robbie on the plane, type of thing. You were sat opposite me, yeah. Um, You're not tempted to say something. Well, at first I thought it was like I was like, oh, because me and Dave were in the queue for the plane. It was like lots of like old people. We're like, oh, I guess this is the sort of people who can afford like business class. Then when we got on the plane. It was like much younger people. I was like, oh, maybe these are all like starlets or something, like about to be really famous. And then one of them was just like, was Margot Robbie. But I didn't realise it at first because she looks like that girl from Sex Education. Right, uh, yes. And I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, it's her because she famously looks like Margot Robbie. And then I was like, oh, no. It is the Margot Robbie. It is Margot Robbie. It's mad. So were you in one of those chairs that have like a dividing thing between you? Was yeah. she in one and you in another? Yeah, she was the opposite. And then she, she yeah. I mean, I don't really feel like... She just put her, the divide up, did she? Uh, you can't really move it. It's just there. Did she go to sleep? She did go to sleep. I feel like I shouldn't be talking about this. <laughs> did she sleep? She, yeah. So she sleeps. So I can confirm that she sleeps. <laughs> and what did she any idea meal wise what she had was I know it's a bit of a dark question she was, she was watching actually or she was watching no but she, on a laptop I'm pretty sure I like walked past and she was watching Rambo oh my so, lord not what you expect no like, and, like it wasn't like she brought her own 
that company. Yeah, so I was like, is she like going to be in the new Rambo? Is she researching it? Like, well, bizarrely, there was a lot of gossip, wasn't there, that Tarantino said he wanted to do a remake with Adam Driver. I don't know if that was just podcast chat well, type of thing. She's in a Tarantino film, isn't she? She's in oh, oh, yes, that is true, yes. Maybe. But he did say that. He mentioned that a lot in some podcast chat. That's a bizarre thing for us to be sat there watching, though. Sort of Rambo. I, I watched that again recently. The first film's not bad. It's very, very good. Sort of. Um, I love the first film. What's that, saying? I love it. Oh, yeah, first Blood. Great, isn't it? It's really been re-released, isn't it? Because it's the fortieth anniversary. Oh, is it? We will get like a cinema release. Yeah, we should all go. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Like on the set of Brian and Charles, was there t was there more room for improvisation, changing things while you were filming it? Because it ha you had that flexibility. Yeah, we did. St we storyboarded like the, that those days. That the day that you wait, did we storyboard that? We storyboarded the bonfire and and, and the chase. I don't think we did the showdown. I think that was it. So like everything else, you just want to improvise or just like you don't want to like decide exactly how you're going to shoot it because it's comedy. I think you just want to see what happens. But keep it organic in that style, basically. And also, um, doing it in the style of a documentary probably helps as well, doesn't it? Yeah. That keep fly on the wall for you. Don't have to storyboard everything to that degree. It's more like handheld. Yeah, keep it loose. Everyone's got really bored now. We're actually talking about the film. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was loving it actually. No, I was, I was getting it. right into that. Yeah. yeah. I thought you said fly on the wolf. <laughs> fly on the wolf. That's a genre. No, no, that's what we were doing. We were doing a sort of fly on the wolf style, like. <laughs> I mean, the ultimate. Do a lot when you're. Um, I think David's answered this question again, so maybe because I've, I've quizzed David lots about this. You know what I mean? But do do a lot of uh, people, not just uh, interviewers, but people in the industry. Have they spoken a lot about maybe a sequel or a follow up or something in that vein? We get asked that question a lot, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, they sort of said, "Will will there? Would you like to do one?" Did they? Well, not as in we'll fund it, but a few, a few different reviewers have said. Which is, which is weird. I, don't think, I reckon most films don't get asked that question. So it's obviously no, it's almost baked in. It has got like a franchise vibe to it, hasn't it? Oh, someone mentioned a road movie across America. That, wouldn't that oh, be that'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah, that'd be amazing. Oh. What, what do you think we should do, David? What, do you, what, which way should we take it? Well, I mean, definitely uh, the road, just straight away, the road movie idea has definitely no. got a... A nice vibe to it, isn't it? Would you? Would you go? Oh, they're doing that. Would you not want them back in their world in, in Wales? I would. I would be interesting. I think what if I was like a? I had nothing to do with you at all. I was just like a film geek, and it was me interacting with you via blogs and Empire and stuff like that. I would probably be more interested if you did like um, something like um, what Edgar Wright did with Cornetto trilogy, whereby it was like a follow-up, but with different characters in the same vein. Do you, you know don't I mean? like the film, do you? Oh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, oh, I'd be more than happy for more Brian and Charles. Don't get me wrong. So we should have Brian and Charles being two policemen. Is that what you're yes, saying? Yes, absolutely, yes. <laughs> hot cars. So it's like a robocop car. Driving around in a police car. I'd actually watched that. Yes, yeah, yeah, a robocop feel like an android. And the, the blue light is the siren. Yes, definitely. Yeah, on Charles. Was, Turner, time, was Turner and Hooch, was he a policeman? Is there, is there a... He, yeah, he was a, a policeman. Yeah, Turner and Hooch was a policeman. Yeah, with a dog. dog. Oh, there you oh, go. Oh, like stood with that, with that uh, orangutan. Yeah, uh, what was that called? One like cops? 
something yeah, like that. that. I, I every remember. was it like every every loser wins. Something it was like something that. like that. It was, which way but loose? That's yeah. it. That's the one. I think they did a sequel to that. They did a second one. I love that. I love that someone would have pitched that idea. I know it's totally out there, isn't it? And also, K nine. There was quite a few animal and police. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. kind of uh, what hasn't been done? A man, like a man and a snake, like a man and a like a buddy. Yeah, no one's done a man and a snake. <laughs> man and a parrot. Yeah, a woman and a rat. A woman and a rat. Definitely, that's quite right. Brand new field. Uh, there's actually loads of them when you think about it. There's loads of buddy things that you can do. <laughs> There'd be a policeman, and then in the passenger seat, a snake an, wrapped an around the <laughs> right around the seat. An octopus would be an ideal bit of CGI in there. Yeah, detective yeah. octopus. Is this with Brian and Charles, or is this a different film now? I guess with they could just all be in there. Loads of them in this, in this van driving around. Brian Charles, <laughs> an octopus. Wait, so they're all, so they're all police. They're all policemen in a big van. A robot, a spider, a snake. Yeah. <laughs> you can see the David McDonald's mill, can't you? You can see the figurines with the McDonald's kind of kids mill. And they, they each have different skills. So if you need someone to climb up a building, they'll get the octopus out and yeah. sort of scale. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a bad idea. I'm not saying it's a bad idea. I'm just trying to get my head around it. <laughs> <laughs> no, stay with us. Stay with us, Jim. It's kind of Madagascar with a crime element, isn't it? You can imagine a giraffe getting involved. Oh. What would you oh, call the movie, yeah. David? I would call it a. Uh, Animal antics. I'm trying to think. Sort of. Um, oh, isn't that a bit off brand? But you need to keep to the brand. You do need to keep to what well, the Brian and Charles brand. Yeah. Well, yeah. It'd be be Brian and that. Charles, and then something else. Yeah, Brian and Charles uh, enters the animal kingdom. That sounds a bit crap, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's a bit. Brian and Charles got also it's going off the police. What about the police thing? Oh yeah, that's very. Oh, yeah, you need to evolve that. <laughs> Brian and Charles enter the animal kingdom. I think it's simple as that. <laughs> no, I'm watching. <laughs> Kingdom, colon, a, a cop film. Absolutely, just very clear, clear marketing. You don't want the, uh, the message to be confused. Oh, David, do you know what me and Rupert did last week? We went to, when it was out on the first day in LA, we went to a cinema and bought tickets and we went to watch it, uh, you know, like... Uh, <laughs> oh right, they, well, they, an actual audience they, type of thing. They, they, yeah, well, there were seven people in the audience. We sat at the back, and these six or seven people came in, and we st we started watching the film with yeah. Did they make any noise? The couple next to us were laughing all the time. Yeah, yeah. Such a like, weird, weird feeling, wasn't it? Yeah. Also, we had to leave because we were catching a flight back, so it was quite weird. Yeah, and we had to out. stagger the leaving because Rupert thought yeah. we can't all go, so we looked like we've had enough of the film. I was worried that it would make everyone else leave if we all left. Yeah. <laughs> so we had to. Is that what you it. did? You left at a certain. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I said, David, give it five minutes. So I had to. <laughs> I thought it was a really good <laughs> idea. I thought, yeah, it's half the audience have fucked off after twenty minutes. <laughs> I think it's going to be yeah. better if you left together because then it's like. Otherwise, it looks like two people have made a decision. Rather than like a couple. You're completely yeah. right in hindsight, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. where was the cinema? One of them was in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you, yeah, were, yeah. you wanted to say something to them, didn't you? You wanted yeah, to Yeah, I really wanted to. Oh, I wish I had. Well, say, so like, that's me. That's, that's me. That's me. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what. What, they, what could they possibly have said back? Oh, oh right. What? 
Yeah. What? You <laughs> fucking wow. 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 <laughs> gee whiz. They might have said gee whiz. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you'd have been pretty recognizable with the glasses and the beard. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's quite similar to the poster, the look, isn't it? Do you know what I mean, I, I yeah. definitely spot you. I think, shit, that's the bloke in the film. I think it wouldn't take much for me to make the, you know, the similarity. If that happened yeah. to you, if you're watching a film and someone taps on the shoulder and said, hey, that's me, what would you say to them? Going what back to him, doesn't Tom Cruise do that, you said? Like if I was watching the black, really? uh, the black phone yesterday yeah. and Ethan Hawke tapped me on the shoulder and said, hey, that's me. You, you kind of want to still be watching the film though because you've got to stay quiet. I feel like you'd be like, yeah. I guess you'd be whispering. He would, he, he would whisper to you, <laughs> hey, that's me. David, if I was watching an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie and Arnie was sat next to me, what would David, what would Arnie sound like? You do a good impression, don't you? Let's hope this goes well because it's going to be embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> that would be me. That is me. That would be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could did you, it well you, earlier. I know. I completely ruined David, that. No, I really didn't expect that. Can you do a riff about Arnold Schwarzenegger talking about Brian and Charles? As Arnold Schwarzenegger, or just yeah, as, yeah, yeah. as, as Arnold, me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I went to the cinema and I saw a film, Brian and Charles. It was a dream come true. God, I don't know. That it's was like. Drag- <laughs> it's that account in uh, the Sesame Street. It does sound a lot more like Sesame Street, doesn't it? How uh, many stars would he give it? Oh, five out of five for crying out loud. Five, five out of five. Maybe. LA for, the mayor of LA for crying out loud. Do you know what I mean, anything that brings in money to the, uh, to the LA people, I think that's the key. Full stop. <laughs> That's the, end. <laughs> the silence. <laughs> That's the last line. Of the a natural pause for that one. I, do, I was wondering to myself how I entered into something political there without knowing it or something. Do you know what I mean? Sort, yeah, of, uh, upset, sort of American Democratic. I was sort of chewing that one over type of uh, element. Well, does he love capitalism again? or, you know? Does this pod have does, does this pod have many American listeners? Do you know what the stats yeah. are? Yeah, loads. So it's going to go on the Kitchens and Friends <laughs> podcast, isn't it? That's, that's the idea. Yeah. Which is, a, yeah. When was the, when, what was the last one we ever did of those? Do you know? Oh, probably look, just before COVID, wasn't it, I think? <laughs> yeah, it sort of just petered out, didn't it? I think it Sad. did, unfortunately. We had a lot of fun. Good fun, though. No, they were really good fun. What other podcasts you do? Sorry, I'm going well off the topic there. I was asking about podcasts, for crying out loud. Oh, um, Donnelly was the last one. Was it? <clears throat> Yeah. Steve Oram. How many episodes did we do? 88. 80 wow. something. When was the last one then? A couple of years ago? 2020. Yeah, just before just before oh. lo- first lockdown. It's probably because we were going into production of the film. Yeah. 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 In hindsight, we could have done quite a lot during the uh, during the lockdown, but we didn't. That's God. very true, actually, isn't it? It has to be said. So let's, um, honestly, let's go question-wise. Um, one thing i definitely say, so definitely Brian and Charles' um, sequel, road movie, sort of, there's potential for that. What would you, what is your ultimate, all of you, you know, just each you sort of thing, what would you say your ultimate fantasy next step would be? Because, I mean, not many people get a film in the cinema, do they? I mean, it's a big career trampoline. You just think, gosh, what would I like to do next type of thing? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Any ideas? Work together again? That would be wonderful. Yeah, Yeah, on another another film. Well, like you said, let me a great thing. Just do like another film together, but a bigger one. Hmm. Oh, this time, it's something nice and warm. Yes, that's warm. like a tropical. And we'll write more lines. Yeah, please do. If you could definitely, um, you know, get me in there, that would be ideal. We could do your line now. What was it? Yeah. Can you remember it? Um, he took my shovel. Stole. St- what's that? <laughs> took my well, it's stole. Yeah. <laughs> it's stole. He stole my shovel. Oh, he stole my shovel. That's he didn't take it. He stole it. More drama for crying out loud. Anyone can take a shovel. It's when it's stolen. <laughs> so it creates some kind of drama in the, in the village. It's an electronic, you know, giant fist appearing from his chest. That should be in the director's cut. Yeah, that yeah. Be. yeah I, 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 apologies for cutting that line as well, David. Absolutely. That's what I've been waiting for the whole podcast. Actually. That's why I turned up. <laughs> All that apology. That's the only reason I'm here, really. Just uh, there we go. I can sleep now. Yeah. Maybe we should just put that same line into the next film, regardless. Yeah, that's fine. And it could be the shovel uh, trilogy. It's the and then we'll cut, we'll, we'll cut it again. Because <laughs> we'll do another podcast. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. And put that to uh, put that to the right side of thing. But yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So that that's the plan. Then that, that's exciting, isn't it? Coming together, starting a, starting scratching a new script in that style, and moving forward with that exciting stuff. I think so. I think that'd be cool. Love to. Absolutely. Chris has gone a bit quiet. Weirdly, guys. Why is Chris not saying anything? Yeah, he doesn't it? make the interviewer feel very welcome. Does he? <laughs> no, 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 he has with the drink. <laughs> We're talking about collaborating again, and you're. It's like Meg Ryan. <laughs> No, no, you're you're not you're not joining in with the collaboration idea for the next. <laughs> well, I was just thinking about the detective thing, the octopus. I can't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> about really want to work out how we can do it. Yeah, he's already, already ahead. So, I tell you, I've got loads of questions here, but I'm looking through them. And I'm just thinking, yeah, they've no, already been asked that. That's a cliche one. Matter. That's a cliche. No, my sofa's still not turned up, so I've got loads of time. Tell me if some of these questions aren't good, Jamie. You know I, mean? I won't take it personally at all. Um, dr- another genre you'd like to explore, any of you? You just think I'd love to um, 
wander into that genre and explore it. Do you want to keep within that kind of family drama comedy? Or do you think next time something a bit darker? And also, you talk about a larger budget. What would you like to explore that with? More special effects? Uh, you know, more a more mainstream um, cast? Not that there's anything wrong with the cast. Not there's anything wrong with the cast. Two of them, two of them on the Zoom. I'm yeah, just improvising. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, two of them are on the Zoom. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, no, that wasn't in any way a negative in any way. That was me. I just added you, that. You're basically pitching for Tom Cruise again, aren't you? I am definitely. One. I mean, that's that's the route, isn't it? It's the cruise meister. I mean, he's like sixty now, and he's been around since the early eighties. And um, still yeah. talking about him. I know everything goes back to cruise, <laughs> the full circle. I find myself watching him on YouTube. It's very bizarre. <laughs> yeah, I've been watching loads of clips of Tom Cruise for some reason. I'm glad I'm not alone. Is he inter is he interesting? I just find him quite fascinating. I, I find him really fascinating. Yes, and like he wants to. He wants to. Everything has to be the best, and he has to do the best as he can. I mean, it's sort of admirable. Didn't he like famously like sort of expose himself too much like in the past, where he like became a bit like odd with the Katie Holmes thing. And now he's like, jumping, wasn't it? With yeah, Bob and then like, everyone was like, "Oh, you're a bit weird." And now he's sort of gone back into like not uh, saying. Anything. You know, my favorite, my favorite clip of him is where he gets interviewed. By that joke, that prankster interviewer. Yes. Yeah, that's interesting. him with a joke, like like flower. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen that. His reaction is so brilliant. Yes, it is. Very interesting. He did. He he because the prankster I think tries to get away and he I think he holds his arm I think something doesn't doesn't let him get away and he just goes why did you do that no 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 why did you why did you do that it's and it's so. He just right. destroys that guy. It's yeah, brilliant. he really does destroy. It's not a Chris Rock punch, is it? It's more like a parent telling off a child. It's yeah, like, don't yeah, go away, really don't go away. Him, really makes him think about why he did yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's like being totally scolded. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's great. It's quite... The other one that's really interesting that I saw recently, it only lasts like 30 seconds, but it's called Tom Cruise Nearly Hit by a Bus. <laughs> and it's Tom Cruise wandering through London and um he seems to be wandering walking around on his own and it's quite recent because there's a paddington 2 advert on the side of the bus and it does have to suddenly put the brakes on and he steps back but no then you way. start realizing he looks like he's on his own but there's lots of bodyguards satelliting him if that's oh. the term satelliting and it's a case of um so he's on his own but he's not and a bloke kind of wanders up to him talks in, in tom's ear and he kind of doesn't really take any notice and he wanders off on his own again in london so it's like all these like hidden bodyguards everywhere so he is on his own but he's not it's a bizarre um and also he just nearly wandered in front of a bus which was a bit uh you'd have thought he's a bit more self-aware than that but oh i don't know about that one it's a very bizarre one it only lasts like 20 seconds but it's an interesting insight into a um, um into the Tom Cruise kind of uh, life. I don't basically. know what to call this episode. <laughs> I know one nightmare. The Tom Cruise. This is terrible, isn't it? It's me sort of. Tom Cruise stole my shovel. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Simple as that. Oh um, I take. Let's go on a positive route. Um, yeah, what was the nice. last film you saw where you thought I'd love to do something like that? You know, what what's a recent or a director or someone you really aspire to? And you think, you know, when you're trying to. Keep positive and motivated with writing and producing. You think well, that's the route I'd like to take? 
Have you seen the, the Northman? That's very good. Yes, that is good. I was impressed. Yeah, I really like the the look of it. I like the way it's all self-contained to one little area, pretty much. Yeah, that little definitely. village that they're in. Oh, is really? Is it all just set in one little village? Um, mainly, yeah. It gets to a point where they're all in one place. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's good. It's quite weird. It's nice and it's quite dark. Those are big axes and swords. Yeah, it's He-Man on acid, isn't it? It's just nuts. Oh, it's that's really, a good description. It's really impressive. And also, how, you, how would you shot. describe Brian Charles in a, in a sense, sentence like that? I would say. Um, Ardman for adults, something like that, something in that vein. So Ardman for okay. adults, something in that kind of... Um... Ardman on acid. Ardman on acid, Ardman on heroin, something like that, do you know what I mean? <laughs> Ardman on pink cocaine. Ardman on heroin. Okay. <laughs> something, something in that, that sort of vein, sort of a new age type. Of, but yeah, the Northman, I mean, so much of that, it was really good how a lot of it is in one shot as well, wasn't it? Really immersive, how it kind of, um, they probably overlapped it using computer graphics but it was really well, um what film would you, if someone contacted you and says we want you in this film what film would you like to be in or what sort of style of film would you like to be in more than anything god yeah that's a hard one isn't it if i could do anything like a futuristic sci-fi you're in that do you know what I, i'm partial to an alexander pay pain comedy drama do you know like about schmidt or an election or something like that oh, okay I, I don't mind. Do you know what the other thing I've, I've realised, which is like a sudden realisation? All my favourite films came out in 1999. That's like you've of, got that book, haven't you, David? Yes, you I have. Yeah, I have all of them. So you look at like Truman Show, Matrix, Fight Club, uh, Six Sense. Oh, all in the same year. They're either very late 98, but then they perhaps came out, you know, uh, wider release in 99. But those are all them, those are all my favourite films. Truman Show and The Matrix are like in my top three. Totally, and they all came out mm. in that period, that pre-millennium angst. Also, those, those are two films. We're talking about films that like, you'd want to make, like The Matrix and Trim Show. Just, no one can ever do that idea again because they're just they're such a distinct idea. Like no one can make another Truman Show because it's just copying Truman Show. And, oh, same, totally. and same as The Matrix, so you can't really you can't do another idea in that world because it's just like, well, they've done it. Completely done it. Yeah, I mean. And they've tried it three other times in the Matrix, haven't they? And it, it's a film well, yeah. that doesn't really need a sequel, does it? It's just done. It's you know. David, I've got it here. Nineteen ninety nine, Six Sense, Toy Story two, God, The Matrix, The Mummy, Notting Hill, The World Is Not Enough, American Beauty. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think True Show is Tarzan. I love Tarzan. Yeah, it was a Disney with one, Phil, was it? Phil Collins. Phil Collins singing it was Tarzan. Phil Collins. I love that. <laughs> yeah, Phil Collins. Phil Collins that. That. Yeah. Oh, that was a big image. I don't remember that. I don't remember that one. Notting Hill made three hundred sixty-three million. But it did cost three hundred sixty-two million to make. You've got to remember that. <laughs> that would be um... flipping out. Yeah, it did really well, Notting Hill, didn't it? Because I mean, that I'm all be... about budgets now and box offices. <laughs> I've never once thought about you haven't that. even until we went to that until we went to see our film in the cinema. You said you haven't been to cinema for years. You were like, no, I you said I no. get it. Now. Oh, I love it. <laughs> you did love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Do you think you're going to watch more films now, David? Because you've made a film. Because you didn't once really the kids before. are grown up, I will. Right. I'm just too tired. Right, fair enough. Well, all the um, o'clock. 
what films were they promoting in LA? What are the big movies? So obviously alongside your own, but what? You're trying to bring Tom Cruise back again. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> what's What's Tom Cruise's next film? Mission Impossible. He's got. Are you? What about his new name. idea? You said, David, that he's got. What's his new oh, idea? Oh, it's with Doug Lyman, and he's going to. Um, he wants to film. He's writing the script to film a movie in space. Oh yeah. And Doug Lyman is um, <laughs> attached to it. And he's doing that. What else he's done? And also, there's the um, what's that time loop film? He's doing a sequel to that one as well. We are actually talking about. So we are back to him, aren't we? What a disaster! Let's put Cruise to bed. I think even Tom Cruise doesn't need any more PR advertising. Do you, do you think? Do you think Tom Cruise would like Brian and Charles, David? I think he'd find it very confusing. He does go to the oh, cinema wow. a lot. He says he oh. watches loads of films. It, really? You don't think he'd like it? What wouldn't he like about it? I think it would be too, um, I think he's too left fields. He'd be looking at the robot thinking, well, why haven't they CGI'd him? That, that's that strange. No, but isn't Tom, Tom Cruise likes it all to be in camera, doesn't he? So he mm. would, uh... Very true, yes. Absolutely. I'd love it if he was a massive, if he was the film's biggest fan, was Tom oh, Cruise. Oh, that would be glorious, wouldn't it? That'd be a is, he on, is he on Twitter? <laughs> no, he's too busy I'm... running and keeping fit and... Oh God, Jamie! Listen, he look at his um his daily regime. You never know if he was a massive fan of it. Once again, it'd be like I've doubted Tom. You know, once again, he's come up trumps. <laughs> for liking another film? <laughs> well, liking something a bit more um bit more that's just not your, your average average kind of mainstream. But it's like Chris says, he apparently watches a film every day. He's very anti television, isn't? It? And we're back on Tom Cruise, are we? But um, do you know what his name is? His real Tom... name. So it's something because it's not cruise, is it? It's Thomas Cruise Mapatha. Mapatha, that's Mapother. interesting. Yeah, Mapatha the fourth. Thomas Cruise Mapatha the fourth. What? He should have kept with that. Why go cruise? First, second, and third. Thomas Cruise Mapatha the fourth. What's his family history? Where's he? Is he like? From Germany, apparently he's um he, they moved around a lot, didn't they? And uh, his dad left his, them. His dad was Thomas Cruise Mapper the third. Well, there you go. Has he got brothers and sisters? The sisters, I think, just sisters. I think he was the yeah, youngest. Cruise has three sisters: Leanne, Marion, and Cass. One of his cousins, William Mapper, is also an actor. <laughs> Did you hear on um? Deep dive into Cruise here. What was um? What was the question I was? We were asking then about um, yeah, uh, inspiration. Anyone, any particular directors or inspiration? The route. I ended up just talking about myself bizarrely. Who are your is, favourite um, directors, Jim? Who do you look at? My favourite directors. Uh, I like Ruben Ostland, who did Force Majeure. Big. Oh, uh, yeah, he's good, isn't he? With the Avalanche. Yeah, a big Zemeckis fan. Like Contact, one of my favourite films. That's good, Jodie Foster. That's great, isn't it? Uh, I like Spielberg. So that's, a bit lame. that's not lame. Liking Spielberg. Lame, that's like great. Spielberg. Um, you can't beat Spielberg. I mean, he's probably the most successful out of all of them, isn't he? Yeah. Different yeah, genres. The guy did Force de Jour. Um, did he also use the Square? That, the that Square, one? and he just won the Palme d'Or for um, his new one, which, has, which is uh, Triangle of Sadness. Sat on a boat, isn't it, or something with like celebrities? Would he have like, yeah, it's like rich people on a boat that gets like trapped on a desert island or something like that? Sounds great. He's really good, isn't he? Such a clever mm -hmm. idea with the avalanche with the family. Yeah, so good. 
Love that film. Yeah, that's absolutely brilliant. Semeckis, Semeckis is really good, isn't it? I guess his earlier stuff is best, isn't it? And then he went into that CGI motion capture period. Yeah, yeah. But like Back to the Future, yeah, Contact, all that stuff. I love that. Yeah, God, yeah, you can't be Back to the Future. That's brilliant. David, if you were given £10 million and someone <laughs> said you can make whatever movie you want and you're directing it and writing it, what, what would it be? What genre? What would the story be? Do no, who's starring in it? Who's would be starring? Well, Mr. Cruz. Yeah, Cruz is doing you a favour. What What would be the movie? What would it be called? What would it be? Yeah, he's on set. He's waiting for you to tell him what to do. Yeah. Guys, really, is a question, is it? I've got ten million. I've got Tom Cruise. You have got lots of ideas, haven't you, for films and whatnot? So yeah, he's 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 right in front of you. And he's saying, David, I'm Tom Cruise. I'm right in front of you. What's the film? Quick, I'm busy. Quick, yeah, come on, man. We need to start yeah. shooting now. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Tom Cruise is on set and doesn't know what the film is. I'm ready to go. I'm right here. You wanted me. I'm here. What do you want me to do? I know, indeed. Yeah. It would be David, exciting. I'm still waiting. Tell me what you want me to do. <laughs> yeah, what is it, David? David, come on. <laughs> if you don't tell me what you want me to do, I'm getting I mean, back on that plane and I am gone. Really think about it. The most riveting. The most tell riveting me what you want me to do, David. <laughs> be like that. I mean, the most interesting thing would be like just a documentary, me and him making it, wouldn't it? Like, <laughs> oh, that's that, a cop -out. No, come that on, is a come cop -out. on. That is a cop -out. Come on. It would go. definitely be Tom going back to his kind of um, drama route. No, so talk he... to Tom. Tom's with you now. <laughs> okay, Tom, we're going to basically um, move aside from the action element and we're going to go back to Rain Man, um, Color of Money. And it's going to be more you as a drama actor. You know, a few good okay, men like doing it. a lot of monologues. I like it. I like this film. Oh, that's good. I'm glad we're sort of on the same page there. So it's going to be less <laughs> you leaping off objects and more talking to people. I know that so much. That's the, that's the direction we're kind of um, we're going to Tom move wants in. To, Tom wants to know what it's called, the movie. What's it called? It's going to be called... Um, uh, <laughs> David, I've got four days left now on my schedule. No, that, that's fine. Don't worry Wait. about that. It's going Wait. to be—it's going to be called castration, and it's going to be about, <laughs> man, but not literal physical castration. It's purely a metaphor, and it's going to be a man dealing with his masculinity. I tell you what, it would be—it would be War of the Worlds without the aliens. What? Uh, War of the Worlds without the aliens, basically. So, so you, you right. be with him in the kitchen uh, with his engines and bits and pieces. I would like to spend more time with that guy. Castration story. Two tickets for a castration, please. Right, absolutely. The, the Tom Cruise film. A lot of Bruce Springsteen music in the background. Uh, and in yeah, apparently music. it's like War of the Worlds, but without aliens. <laughs> it's going to be more like that. Yeah, so it's like... Okay, cool. Him kind of dealing with, um, I'm trying to think, yeah. I tell you what it would be. This is what it would be. Do you know the guy who directed Tangerine and Red Rocket? Yeah, uh, Sean, yeah. Sean something. That's it. Yeah, I can't remember anyone's name. Sean um, thing. It would be like that with Tom <laughs> Cruise. How thing. exciting. <laughs> Social realism, a man yeah. dealing with his masculinity. Like completely improvised dialogue. Sort of yeah, thing. it's definitely. I think he'd be amazing at that, wouldn't he? All, all, all non-actors except for Tom Cruise. Yes, that would be incredible. And no aliens. No aliens whatsoever, just an existential crisis. Nothing coming from the what? Earth, just within. 
He likes a challenge, so I reckon he'd be up for that. I think he'd be really what's, up what's for the it. first line of the movie, David? The first line of the movie would be um uh, what do, what do you people want from me? <laughs> what's, yeah, the last, what's, what's, what's the last line of the movie? <laughs> oh, was that, the, 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 that was the first one. Oh, the, the first last? line. What's it the last line? Um, the same thing. What do you want from me? It'd be like a case. God, I've really hit right. Last line of the movie. Good, the last line of the movie would be. Um, Quick, Tom. Yeah, just. Um, it'd be something like. Um, this. Oh, God, I've really hit us. <laughs> the, audience are, the audience are so engaged with this film, they're just waiting for the last yeah. line. Quick. They love this so much. It'd be something like, never hold your breath. Doesn't make sense. Is that something no, like that? No, it's all right. <laughs> it, could it, could, it could make sense. We haven't watched the other ninety minutes. Right? Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just getting the stuff in between, isn't it? It's just um, those three acts. I'll tell you one thing. Did anyone ever pitch to you the idea of a Brian and Charles TV show instead of a sequel? We talked about it on set. Spoke about it. Yeah. 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 Some people have mentioned that as well. They've said they can imagine it being a, a TV show. Quite a lot of people have pitched a, a children's book, like a rainbow oh, yeah. children's books as well, which I quite like. Yeah, we got We got pitched that in one of those interviews. Yeah. Like, Dave, you guys did as well, didn't you? Well, Chris did. Uh, yeah, Sundance, that woman. I really hope people go and watch it. Well, I mean, what are the box office numbers like in America <laughs> at the moment? Obviously, there's a lot of competition. Well, I was out talking there. about the UK. I really hope, like, here. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, it's getting a wide any release. posters up anywhere yet? I haven't seen any posters anywhere. They're not doing posters. I don't think they're doing like posters. Doing posters. Maybe I'll put some up. Yeah, that's yeah, a good. Why idea. not? For crying out loud, I'm David. David Edwards. How would you? How would you help us promote the film apart from this podcast? Have you got any other sort of guerrilla marketing? Any interesting ideas? Yeah, let's think of guerrilla marketing. I mean, um, definitely. Well, it's, it's the whole social media, Twitter aspect, isn't it? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That's but what big, else? What about sort of street marketing? Yeah, anything kind of um, street marketing. Uh, well, I mean, God, I mean, you know, you go to the centre of London, don't you? Out comes Childs. And um, sort of, um, I don't know. Uh, Nearly get hit by a bus. Absolutely. Tom Cruise <laughs> style type of thing. But I'm sure you could create some kind of Charles. I mean, this is just ridiculous. But I mean, if you really wanted some form of promotion, it would be a case of uh, Charles in the centre of London wandering around. I'm sure the Metro and people like that would take photos and of being, you know, and would be interested. Not that I'm saying this is a good idea. You should definitely be, if, you know, if you're that publicity hungry to that degree. I mean, he's quite a sight, isn't he? You know, yeah, he's like six, seven foot. Just, would, would people just, what would people do? Would they just sort of like start following him? They're like, <laughs> he's just walking through the circus. Yeah, they'd look at him and then just keep walking. Yeah, just keep walking, wouldn't they? I think you'd need to be doing something bizarre, like some bizarre activity or some situation. Like what? Like one of those street performers. Yeah, like a street performer type of thing. Yeah, basically. Like standing still and then they suddenly move. I think it'd be more interesting to see him like walking down like a sort of dark country lane at night. Yeah, oh God, yeah. With the glowing eyes. I don't even Metro would cover that, though. But to see what that like that one dog walker does when they see that. Yeah, definitely. Sort of uh, a yeah. film, yeah. So, I mean, paranormal activity did that, didn't they? They did hidden camera um, situations in shops where people would be shopping things, shopping for something, and then suddenly all the objects would elevate around them, and then they'd film it as a hidden camera and then put it on Twitter. So, you could do hidden camera Brian attacks or Charles attacks, 
advertise the thing on locals, film it, put that on social media. Attacks. Attacks. <laughs> <Thank you, laughs> GBH. What, attacking people? Um, well, not literally attacking people, but I mean, uh, just appearing in the dark on country lanes with dog walkers, things in that way. <laughs> Mucking them. Mucking them, so that. Just, uh, you know. And that would make you want us to go see the film, would it? That was... Well, I think, first of all, I know the title. Absolutely. I would know the brand name type of thing. That would be like tattooed to my head. Well, that's a good idea. We could tattoo the name of the film on your forehead. Family film. We want girls to attack people. Yeah, you've got to think about it. I mean, tattooing it to my head, that would be West Sussex done. But, you know, you've got to think of the world, haven't you? Do you think your students will watch it? Yeah, they would like it, definitely. Yeah, I think they really? would be up. They would definitely like it, yes. Have you told them about it? Um, I've only uh, mentioned it <laughs> briefly in the sense of just showing no, traces. In the sense of not mentioning it. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know you're, they don't know you're no, in it. No, that's what I mean. I, I haven't told them I'm in it, oh, type right. of thing. That'd be fun, but you should have, that'd be funny if they watch it and they go, Yeah, they're, they're going to, yeah, they might know, watch they will it find that quite bizarre, but I'm not sure how I'd even venture to, to just explain that really do you know what i mean got a bit of a bizarre and also you don't want to come over as daddy cool to a bunch of 17 year olds you know i'm in the film type thing you know how are you going to react if they say mr edwards we saw you oh just continue <laughs> with your essay please how will you react i might just say it was an accident i was there in wales at the time and now what will you say mr edwards mr edwards we saw you in brian and charles we loved it yeah, I would say, yeah, I, I know some of the people who make it, actually, and they just Why didn't you tell us about that it was on? Well, <laughs> you had more important things to do. You had your exams We're reporting you. and things like that. <laughs> you had your You're own not embarrassed. Are you embarrassed about being involved in it? Good grief. Not at all. <laughs> I'm very much part of the uh, happy to promote that one. No, good grief. No, not at all, not at all. That one. That one, that particular one, <laughs> my, my filmography, my other, uh, my other moments. But it's a case of... Uh, you, yeah, are, you are in another film, aren't you? What's that called? Oh, that's not a film. That's like a short film, Cousin-in-Laws. Oh. Cousin I don't think I'm in any other films anyway. I don't think it's going from my memory now. I think it's only the one. But that was just... Like did, a, you ever make a, did you ever make a student film? Did you ever... Oh, God, endless. endless. I know I saw films. one of them. Did you make a lot then? Oh, yeah, loads. Endless. That, that action film I made, that was just... I think that was the first of, a, of an ongoing career of student films. And what was that called? Prepare for the contingency. <laughs> it was just an action like film, it. me beating people up in the Straight field. off the bat. Straight off the bat. Know that one yeah. like that. I tell you now, this is the really insane thing. We should go back to the film because we're going off subject here. Sorry about this, Dave. It's a bit all over the place. <laughs> but as, um, yeah, that's very nice of you um, to apologise. Sorry, yeah, so yeah, to everyone, not just David, by the way. It should be to um, all, all four of you. Uh, sort of counting the boxes there, <laughs> my interacting with. But um, the technology <laughs> that students have got now is just incredible. Some of the student films, I tell you what, it really is a case of um, an element whereby the only thing that's lacking now is script writing because the films are just insane. So some of the films that, are, that um, some of the students have put together. What do you for, mean? The look, the look of them? Yeah, the look of mean? them. It's just like it's right. David Fincher's Zodiac look, literally. Mm -hmm. You know, these like these neon noir lit car parks in like Haven. They they filmed it. We're talking oh, <laughs> literally yeah, like Haven, like the most mundane urban environment you can imagine. But Good name for a film, Haven. Mm. Yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? Start a franchise, the Haven Escape. What are they filming it on then? Are they just using phones or? Well, DSLR cameras. 
but a lot i made myself look like a bit of a fool if you can believe it with um apple phones i was like you're not using your phone to film anything and there's no way you're doing that and they did it because they were lazy and i didn't even recognize it i was like there you go that's you use our cameras you know it's got wandering your bloody mobile phone like an idiot type of thing and they're like well actually and i asked them about editing it how are you going to download you it talk to them? no 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 good, good. i don't have a mutiny <laughs> on my hands it'd be lord of the flies do you know what i mean yeah. my yeah. head would be on a stake very quickly you've got to watch your um watch what you're doing but um the main thing is also drone shots so you've got these student films and it's like the beginning of the shining you've got a mini metro going through heaven with like a um <laughs> a helicopter shot so it's like what you know literally a you've got the cinematography there for a mid-range american thriller for a 17 year old who does it in between mcdonald's <laughs> He's actually not that committed, really. I know you don't like this guy. Yeah. I love these guys. These are well, yeah. <laughs> there's no yeah. bitterness here. I'm, I'm you know, yeah. it's all L O V E. It's all that kind of together. We're all part of family. Yeah. But the only thing is, literally, is um, is scripts. scripts are shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, which I mean, mine are as well. I can't knock it. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I've tried typing stuff out, and you look at it a few months later, and just think, fuck. It's just like you know. It's, it's an elusive thing, isn't it? Because we watch films and TV, so we think we can pull it off, and then you try to, and it's just this balancing act that's uh, very, I very think, tricky. I think, I think David and Chris pulled it off with their writing, don't you? Oh, definitely. I think so well from the um, taking it from a short film to a fully conceived feature film, I and mean, that's very hard to... Yeah, because the short film was a big hit, wasn't it? Um, that you all produce type of thing. And um, to take that and then to put it into a feature length element, that's very hard to keep that tone still alive, you know, not to kill the thing that made that short actually work into an hour and a half thing. I mean, that's almost, I would say, impossible to do that you sort it out there. So, you know, well done. Another silent pause there. I wasn't sure what to do with it. You know, I think it's quite emotional. sarcastic, but I thought oh, I had another Schwarzenegger pause in front of me there. Like, oh Jesus! Thank you, and, we Caesar, and we got Caesar drone, didn't we? We did, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the hills of Wales. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Which is, which is a nice touch, definitely. Shall we? Um... Do you want to carry I've on? Go, or? I've got to go for lunch. Well, when my family comes back, I'll probably wind up. How many up. hours do you reckon a day you spend watching either TV or films? Or like a week? Do you know what? Do you, I, you must watch a lot. I, the irony with me is I uh, probably listen to podcasts and uh, read about films more than I actually kind of... Um, the amount oh, right. of film podcasts I listen to is probably loads, whereas actual uh, viewing TV and film probably over the weekend type of thing. I get back from work quite late and things like that. But I probably read and listen to reviews and like film interviews and stuff. I seem to be more, <clears throat> it's like everything everywhere at once. I listen to all the reviews and everything and then I finally got to see the film and it was almost a bit of an anti-climax really. But what about you, Chris? Do you, listen, do you watch quite a bit? No, not really, no. Like, not that many, not that many. That's been that many hours. After Love, I watched that on the way back. That was good. What's that one about? After? Joe Scanlon won up after. That was good. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, worth the watch. Oh, right. Okay, what's that about? It's, um... She finds out after her husband dies that he's got another family, basically. Oh, I didn't know anything about that. Well, I have to check that out. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds really interesting. Yeah, I'll definitely... Uh, and, Bri and, Bri and Brian and Charles. 
absolute when is that coming out in the cinema then that's early july isn't that same july week as thor for god's um, sake yeah july 8th <laughs> in 150 cinemas across the country that is impressive isn't that check it God, out is it up against thor yes yes Bloody hell. So it's a definite palette there. That. I might watch Thor. It's the uh, it's Taki Wati, isn't it? Uh, the big New Zealand. Taki Wati. Taki Wati. Taki Wati. Taki Wati's right. Taki Wati. Taki Wati. Will you and go to the cinema the that weekend? Taki Watsby. <laughs> oh, God. Imagine the doors being closed in my face over that one. <laughs> we, we, are you planning to go to the cinema then in, in, uh, when it comes out on that weekend? I think I'll try and, I might try and do what Rupert and David did. It's good, yeah. good fun. I'll try and like, look for one that's actually got some people in it. And then... Yeah, that's yeah. brilliant, sitting in the big cinema. Um, I think I've got to go. I do as well, yeah. Well, thanks for your time. Greatly appreciate thank it. Thank you, David. Thank, thank you. you. No, no, great. thank you. Sorry if it wasn't the most professional kind of... I sort of went off to no. a hell of a no, lot. No, not at all. I don't know. I'm going to cut out all the Tom Cruise stuff. I so. know, I know, mate. It's not... <laughs> I it's going to be a nine-minute pod. very cliched that, you know... Let's, let's have a quick fire round with the, the remaining questions. Just like really yeah, quick. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this yeah. is that's good. Okay. Actually, I wrote a question for you, David. Oh, yes. About Top, about top Gun. Oh, oh. <laughs> if you were in it, what would your call sign be? Um, it would be... Uh, One word. Uh, blonde Banshee, I think. Something like that. Or No, that's not ideal, Banshee. is it? Like I've heard you say that before. I mean, yes, it is. Good, it would be um, it would a lasso because of my length of body. Lasso, <laughs> nah. Talk to me, lasso. Yes, definitely lasso. I yeah, think it'd be quite good to yeah. people forward, forceful element. <laughs> yeah, blonde banshee's done. That's behind me. Lasso is what it would be. Quick <laughs> fire round. Maverick and lasso. Yeah. Okay, so some of these are going to be quite boring. So do be no, um, no. prepared we'll just for this. Yes and no answers. Again. Okay. Um, Tips to screenwriters to finish projects, which I know is a terrible question. This is why I didn't actually ask these questions. But just, just to finish it. your script, what would you say to people, you know, if you're going to give tips to a screenwriter? Quick fire round. Just power forward and get to the end and then just keep going over it. Don't give up. Right, next question. Uh, will you watch it with a real audience? You've answered that already. Yes. Uh, dream genre. You've already said that one. What's yeah. your dream genre? Sorry? Sci-fi. Sci-fi, there you go. Um, was it exciting to actually see your review in like magazines you read growing up, like Empire and also yes. The Guardian? Yes, we've already answered yes. that one. Um, <laughs> during the whole filmmaking experience, uh, when was the, when did you feel this is a 10-year-old's daydream come to life type of thing? Oh, I've always dreamed of this as a film fan. Uh, first shot, yeah. First they, shot, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, definitely cut, that action, definitely. Uh, hardest down set we've done. Um, yep. We've mentioned directors. Um, have you got a cinema <laughs> release? We've done that. Experience of doing the press junket. Was it very? What was that like? Just continual questions. I'm really nerve-wracking. Really nerve-wracking. No, very fast. Yeah, but you get in a sort of quite a nice zen state, don't you? After if you do quite a few back to back. Yeah, you know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, uh, here's another one. Um, would you would you consider living in in LA for a, for a short stint? Yeah, for a job. And you think would it just become too much? Do you think is it just too intense? Too kind quick, of quick, quick fire round. 
quick fire. I keep going. Right. One thing I want to say, Bim, you must have seen more celebrities than just Wiseman, and um, there must be some other. Well, there must have been a few other celebrities you saw in LA just knocking about. When I was when I was last there, I saw Bill Murray. Really? I saw, I saw Robin Williams. I saw Tom Cruise. Did you see Tom Cruise? Me there. He didn't. <laughs> clear, clear up. What was Bill Murray doing? Quick fire round. He was, quick Bill fire Murray was, he was only dealing with David Lesserman. Next question. Oh, right. Uh, that was it. One was water, was water bottle tours. The idea of like going around pitching ideas post Brian and Charles. That hasn't happened yet, has it? Or, you know, going around uh, talking to people. Not really. Not post Brian and Charles, no. And, um, yeah, it was just like, what's next? Which, which we discussed, really, which is doing something in the style of Brian and Charles, potentially, maybe a sequel or something in that vein. With an octopus. With an yeah. octopus, definitely. Snake in a van. Sort of weaponry skill. Yeah, a snake in a van. That'd be perfect. Yeah. CGI snake. That's yeah. what computer graphics for. That's all the questions done. <laughs> Thank you. Great. I feel like we did it. I'm not going to re-ask those. Can we yeah, just do good. one last thing, David? Are you just do like a trailer, like an improvised trailer. Oh, us? yeah, that's oh. nice. Absolutely. Go for it. From the hills of Wales, people unknown to us are dwelling together to create a magical experience between a man and a robot, linking hearts, souls, spirits, and minds as they enter into the Welsh mythology of our hearts. Lovely. Oh, yeah. And then, can, then can, you do, can you do, can you do coming soon, Brian and Charles, 8th of July, uh, 8th of July. I'll try and make this epic. Brian and Charles come in the cinema the 8th of July. That's that the right name date? of the film. Is that the name of the film, the 8th of July? No, it's not. You're quite right. <laughs> Brian and Charles come in the cinemas this 8th of July. <laughs> this 8th. This 8th. <laughs> this 8th. Yeah. Let's do it again. Yeah, Brian and Charles some, come yeah. in the cinemas July 8th. Next day. I think keep all this in the trailer. All the repeat. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yes, and you just get it right. So it just shows that you know we're focused on perfection. Yeah, I, I think the best thing to come out of this is that the viral campaign is Charles attacking people on the street. <laughs> Charles attack. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you just want to get people talking. Basically, it's all about interacting, isn't it? Um, Food thought type of element. Social media. Well, thank you for yeah. supporting the film, David. Yeah, thanks, David. Yeah, no, no, I hope it, I hope it's usable. Do you know what I mean? Because it's been quite a sort of um, all over the place situation, but. Definitely. And I'll definitely be checking out on July 8th. goes without saying. See you there. And beyond. Thank absolutely. you, sir. Absolutely. Well, yeah, lovely chatting to you all. Definitely have a nice weekend. Look after yeah. yourselves. Take care of yourself, guys. See you later. Bye. 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 Bye.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers stay clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save 